Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic U Radio. Featuring the debut show of Carousel Partners International, a renowned group of expert coaches worldwide bringing their services together collaboratively and offering them to you in contribution. With host Jeffrey Miller, renowned author, international speaker, also known as the Interventionist. Enjoy the show. Hello world, Jeffrey Miller here from the freezing cold, windy northeast of the USA. I want to tell you, it's been an amazing day. I'm here to you with what we call uh, 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 true grit, I might say. Uh, We've had major windstorms, they say, that uh, have rivaled the winds of uh, the big hurricane that hit New York a month and a half, two months ago. We have literally had no power up until just a little while ago. I am speaking to you on modern technology via a cell phone. I'm not able to connect into my network. Uh, my producer, who is also my guest today, is with us, thank goodness, and uh, I'm able to use an iPad with 3G. So guess what? We are having a show. Welcome. I'm very glad you're all here today. This is absolutely fantastic that technology is allowing us to speak, not only to all corners of the planet, but in uh, limited circumstances, I guess I could be sitting on the beach somewhere and we could be doing the show, couldn't we? And that's a fantastic thought. So good morning to Australia and New Zealand. Thank you for being with us here in your tomorrow. I should say our tomorrow. And then we go up into the U.K. and uh, Europe. Thank you and good evening. It's like 9, 10 o'clock over there. Welcome. And to the U.S. on the northeast. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Now stretching across to the Pacific. And it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon up into Canada in varying time zones. So thank you all for being here. This is a special show today. We have with us today Michelle Abo an internationally recognized celebrity numerologist. I'm telling you, this is going to be fun. This is going to be interesting. If you ever thought about the power in numbers, you're going to hear it today. She's also an author, an inspirational speaker, and a radio and TV host. She's also the owner of Authentic You, which is, in fact, the producing company that handles our radio broadcasts. And we have some surprise, uh, surprise announcement we're going to be talking to you about as well during the show. Uh, she's got many, many clients, including Hollywood-based people, such as uh, stars in The Twilight, Vampires, The Big Bang Theory, actresses, Pirates of the Caribbean, actors, NBC directors, celebrity stylists, and many, many more. I would like to welcome to you Michelle Albo, the celebrity numerologist. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Jeff. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, thank you, and this is, uh, as, uh, as a member, by the way, folks, of uh, Carousel Partners International, which, which Michelle is, very, uh, we're very happy to say that, uh, we each debut and have our own show in the program, uh, and today was Michelle's turn, and this after we actually worked out fantastic, because she's also producing the show, thank you, Michelle, she's covering my base as well, uh, in so much that I cannot log in and see the chat room, I cannot see who's in queue that wants to speak as I normally would be able to, so she is also handling those duties for me as well. 
Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> no problem. Well, they changed the system, so I think that's what's happening. We have a few glitches in the system. Blog Talk's got a fabulous new uh, look, but with that comes some challenges, I think. Exactly. Not only the challenges of winter storms in the northeast, uh, 75 plus mile hour winds, trees down, lines down. We've, uh, you know, no internet, no telephone service, digital or otherwise, all day long. Luckily, 3G wow. and luckily, cell phones. So that is why I am here, and I am very happy to say that I am. Michelle, this is an interesting journey. It's been. It's I don't been miss those. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, that's right. That's right. We're going to give a little bit of talking about background history. You actually grew up in New Brunswick. This is right up the road from good old Maine, where I am. Yes. Yeah, we're, we were almost neighbors and didn't know it. That is correct, because I grew up down in Massachusetts and moved up here some for almost 14 years ago. But it's amazing when you think about how small the world we're really in. Well, not only that, we can talk to all corners of the world. I mean, we've got people in tomorrow listening to us, Michelle, which is pretty unique. The story behind yeah. you is absolutely fantastic. It is it is just one of those one of those that everybody needs to read. In fact, I was going to ask you if you were writing a book about the whole story, about actually how you began in numerology somewhat 10 or 11 years ago. Is that correct? Yes, it's almost 11 now, yeah. Almost 11. When you think about that and think back then, did you ever think you'd be where you are today? No, not at all. You know, it's been such a journey, and uh, I guess... It turned out better than I could have ever imagined, but, you know, truthfully, it was this interesting thing from when I was really small. I always carried with me this feeling that I would be something great. And, you know, I still have a lot of growing to do, and, I mean, I have some success, but there's so much more I still want to do, and I really do feel like there's going to be that greatness come uh, more and more as I get into this. But even when I was small and I grew up in poverty and, you know, I thought, how could I possibly feel like I'm going to be something great? But I always said that to myself, and I could never figure out why. And so, and then I went to see a psychic, actually, when I first began this whole journey about 11 years ago, and she said to me, your work is going to be Oprah big. And I, I think I've kept that with me, too, and that's been a really big piece in manifesting where I am going and what I've accomplished thus far. Because I think, you know, like Oprah, who also visited the psychic way back when and right. was told that she would speak in front of millions, she also said she kept that peace with her. So I guess I'm <laughs> utilizing Oprah's <laughs> Oprah's skill to be able to manifest what I'm accomplishing. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, Michelle. Oprah's done very well. <laughs> Let's be serious. Worldwide <laughs> recognition. On yes. TV, I mean, my mentor Tony Robbins has been there, and and he and he just thought it was the most wonderful thing. Oprah, in fact, went to the Unleashed the Power Within back in Los Angeles last year, or, or San Diego, I forget which, out in California anyway. And she actually walked on hot coals. She said she wouldn't wow. do it, and she did it. So when you think about Oprah, you think about the greatness that in helping that she does with people, the authenticity that she leads with is absolutely amazing. And which brings me brings me to a really really great question: authentic you. Um, the name is synonymous with what you represent, which is authenticity, and, and I'm all about that, uh, in giving ahead of ourselves and contribution for the benefit of others. Uh, we do it with ourselves partners. Each coach in the program, as you know, is all about that. We, we look at the value. We look at just sharing and doing for others. And that that comes to us later in the, in the form of abundance in many, many different ways, including money, which is about numbers, uh, it just automatically happens, it seems, because when you recognize that when you lead ahead, helping others, the altruistic way, so to speak, what we used to be many, 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 many years ago as a society of people, unfortunately not so much anymore. 
But when you talk about the numbers, I mean, isn't it a fact that numbers go back to what we would almost call the God code in a sense? I mean, the creation, as people know it, is about numbers, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, and I'm just really stumbling upon this in a big way over the past couple of years, especially with writing these books. And, you know, I'm on my second book already, but the it's it's unraveling to me that there really is this deeper meaning to numbers, and it's almost like the fabric of the universe is revealing itself to us now at this point in time because we are awakened and we're able to know, I guess, the secrets of life, so to speak, right? And it just seems like, you know, this coincidence or this, I don't think there's any coincidences, but the synchronicity or this phenomenon that's happening globally where people are seeing numbers everywhere, I mean, from all walks of life, from, you know, the non-spiritual to the very spiritual, anyone and everyone is seeing them. And they're wondering what they mean. And why are we seeing this now? It is because it is the fabric of the universe. It's like the building blocks of everything. And, and like Pythagoras said, everything in existence can be counted, sorted, or measured using numbers. And even every, you know most scientific theories and all of that, it all has its basis in numbers and math, and, and it is a science, really. So I think that, that most yeah. of the secrets of the world can be revealed via the numbers. Well, they say right from the beginning, if you want to call it the Big Bang, then everybody has a theory about that, of course. You know, and there's a lot of controversy about God and all that, and we're not going to get into a religious discussion, but when you talk about something did, in fact, start all of this, and it's all an equation, and equations are, in fact, numbers. And when you look into it, and then much that's gone on, and we talk about the 1111, which you're very up on, everybody was talking about 121112, I mean, what what was supposed to happen then? You know, the end of end of time, so to speak. Oh, the world's going to end, and it was actually numbers in the way the numbers were set up. Truly meant it was the beginning of a new era. It was the beginning yeah. of a new time for mankind, so to speak, to wake up and become consciously conscious, not just conscious or unconscious conscious, but to become consciously conscious, to be awake and start to become aware of the beings that we are, or what is available to us, which is absolutely amazing. And what you do when you read numbers is really mystifying to me because I really don't have much of a knowledge of it. How how do you interpret when somebody comes to you and says, hey, here's my birthday? Well, I think, you know, I've had people say this over the years that I have a different spin on the numbers than a regular, you know, run-of-the-mill numerologist. And I have to believe that's true because I do use a lot of intuition when it comes to analyzing someone. And I've come to realize that I see the numbers at a deeper level than the average person. And even back in the day when I first discovered numerology and numbers, I realized that in hindsight numbers were always my thing because I had this photographic memory for numbers since I can remember, since a child. You know, I would hear like a phone number or an address or any kind of number sequence and I would remember it, but I only had the photographic memory for numbers and it wasn't for anything else. So I think, you know, it's been my thing all along. It just wasn't until, you know, 11 years ago that I stumbled upon the calling and that I knew that that was what I was meant to be doing. But, yeah, when I stand with someone, I mean, the numbers do mean something as a, as a standard. You know, there's a standard meaning for each base number. But there's a lot of intuitive work that goes into it, too, because, you know, you can have the same frequency. You can have a 7 and a 7, but they may have different numbers in their date of birth, but also just energetically they feel different because of the experiences they've gone through. Because you could have someone with the exact same numbers, completely but be vastly different if you think about twins for example they would have identical dates of birth but different people 
So there is, you know, that intuitive side, too, I think, that comes into play. And if you're really passionate about the numbers, then I think you get that part of it, too. You know, uh, if if numerology is meant to be for you and you're meant to practice it, then you will get it on that deeper level. So it shouldn't be looked at like an astrology chart, although you must have some of it involved in there somewhere. But if I look in the newspaper today and I say, oh, there's my horoscope, somebody with with the same uh, area of dates of birth that I am, uh, is going to say, oh, there's my horoscope, and it actually turns out to be the same thing. Supposedly, we're all supposed to be looking at that. Today. That's my horoscope. That's that's my thing. That's my. But in numbers, it's not, and that's amazing. That's amazing. I had no knowledge of that whatsoever. I didn't know if maybe well, somebody, you know. Go ahead. I think it's for both, though. You know, I definitely think it's it's with any um, esoteric type of uh, reading that, you know, there's always that intuitive factor. I mean, in life in general, we use our intuition to be able to navigate life, and it just translates for me also into the sessions that I do to give it the best that I can do. I mean, I could, you know, take the, the intuitive stuff out, and it would still be quite accurate because it is. It's more of a science. But, you know, adding that extra piece in there, it really goes a long way. And and uh, that kind of dates back to my near-death experience when I was four, that the intuitive stuff is really strong for me. And I've always been kind of keen to be able to pick things up from people after that experience. So I think something was awakened at that time for me. No doubt. No doubt. I, I have actually heard of that happening. People in very, very different ways come with these the sixth sense, so to speak, or the you know the third eye is awakened, and and they and they start to recognize things that the average bear doesn't see because we're all in hibernation as it was <laughs> in retrospect. You know, there's something more, and evidently that is very true because when you look at that intuitiveness, now we all in some sense have intuitiveness. Yours is unique. Yours is something that's totally different than what's say mine. Mine is of a clairvoyancy and a healing sense, and, and as a, a hypnotherapist and NLP and a strategic interventionist, I put that together, and I, I can work very well to help a client overcome the hurdles of life, so to speak. Yours is, yours is another thing altogether. Um, but then again, yeah. intuition is intuition, which is absolutely amazing. It's just a level of what intuition and what are you seeing when you pick up the energy of the client. Is that, is that kind, of, kind of the way it is? Yeah, and I guess you could say that mine, yeah, definitely, I think we all have our different ways of accessing our intuition, but for me, I guess I kind of see in numbers, you know, like if I meet someone, I'm already thinking, you know, what number are they, I know they must be a five or a seven, because I can definitely see that in them, or, you know, I'm kind of reading in numbers, and I just kind of know, there's a lot of times when I do guess, and I'm right, and, you know, it just kind of blows them away, that how do you know I was a five, you know, (laughs) but it just seems that I'm able to, to pinpoint it through the numbers, and that's kind of my gift with the intuition well maybe with go go ahead ahead. i'm sorry Uh, no no with this whole phone glitch i'm sorry there's a there's a delay there and i actually cut into you yeah Yeah. i think there is a delay yeah because when you seem like you're finished then i start and (laughs) you talk into it okay well i just wanted to say i mean i definitely i think your listeners should know how um how I started with the numbers initially, because I, I really, exactly. it was a weird thing. I mean, it, it, I'm very practical, and I always say I like a lot of facts with my faith. But, you know, about 11 years ago, I started to dream in numbers every night. And it was this weird phenomenon that lasted about three months. And I would write down the numbers that I saw every night on this notepad beside my bed, and I had no idea, because at the time, I wasn't even aware of numerology. I wasn't up on the numbers and that kind of thing. And so I just wrote them down. And I would see them everywhere in the dream. I would see it on, you know, a license plate or a street sign or a door or wherever. And it was usually 
several sequences, not just the one, but usually several parts of my dream would have a different number sequence. And oddly enough, because I think my photographic memory was able to remember them, that when I awoke either in the middle of the night or in the morning, I was able to remember them. So I'd write them down, and this lasted for months. And the first book that I picked up after I couldn't stand it any longer as to what, you know, what was causing this so I picked up Dorian Virtue's Angel Numbers 101, and it was like the biggest aha moment because every – and she did a very, very good job with that book, by the way. Anyone mm. who is interested in the numbers should pick a copy up Read that book. because it's like it's a, very basic, it's a basic book, but it's highly accurate. And I know that she channels a lot of that. She must have because the meanings are very accurate numerically. So anyway, I, I – you know, I looked up every number sequence, and I wrote down the meaning beside it, just in summary. And I couldn't believe it, but there were answers to all of the challenges that I was going through during those three months and that I was facing at the moment. So they were just literally messages from the divine. And I thought, wow, this is too weird, you know. And oh, like I say, it's very that. practical. Yeah, I'm very practical. So I thought, is this for real? You know, is this, is this, am I, you know imagining this and so I started to research the numbers more and I stumbled upon numerology and I could not believe the accuracy you know I did myself and my family everyone that I could think of and it was all 100% accurate I mean to the letter it, it was like wow okay that's why that person is like that and that's why she acts that way and you know all of these things were just coming to light for me and so I fell in love with it I just absolutely fell head over heels with numbers and, you know, like I say, in hindsight, I realized I had the photographic memory and all of that. So I knew at that point it was like this huge all-around aha moment that said, okay, this is my calling. This, this is absolutely fantastic. Is, is it a sense of, of picking up personality as well? I mean, when you say that you, you have an, 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 that super intuitive sense to see a person, it reminds me of a show that's on TV of, of a psychic uh, that walks around in Long Island, New York, and she, she walks up to people when she takes her kids or grandkids to the playground and says, excuse me, um, there's somebody who would like to talk to you, and it's their daily deposit, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Can you imagine having somebody walk up to you and say that? But in the same breath, she is that intuitive. She has that connection. She has that ability to speak to the deposit because she is a psychic medium. And and not the, not in the same sense as a psychic medium, but when you see somebody, you can actually read a personality and, and know their number. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely wow. kind of like those, um, you know, what do they call them, Myers-Briggs or something like that, that uh, yeah. psychology test. Yeah, absolutely. You can see, literally, it's like spiritual DNA, but it's also it also shows you what uh, someone's personality is. And I always say it's not more about your personality per se. I always refer to it as being how others see you. So how does the world see you? Because they don't necessarily see all of the traits within. They don't see that maybe you're hypersensitive on the soul plane. You know, you're very emotionally sensitive. They may not see all of that, but they do see something energetically. And that's kind of like your mask or your personality expression, Mm -hmm. right? So there's both aspects to it. I mean, it's just phenomenally accurate. Um, Jeff, someone has asked in chat if we could do a quick reading for someone. And I do think we have a caller in the queue as well. So if you, I don't know what you want to do first. Okay. Like we have actually have a live call. If we have a live caller, I'd like to go to a live caller if they've got a question. That'd be fantastic. And I apologize again, guys. I, you know, worldwide, I usually have this right in front of me, and I know exactly when you're there. And I have to apologize today. I do not. So my producer, our guest, Michelle, does. That's fantastic. <laughs> 
So go right ahead. Uh, we have a live call. That would be great with a question. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Let's see who we've got. You can you can introduce them if you'd like or say hello, caller. <laughs> hello. May I have your name, please? Hi. Are you on the air with us? We have area code 818. Oh, are I don't you, know. Uh, oh, they've dropped out. It was area okay, code 818, so, so I'll keep an eye on it and see if they come back. Okay. All right. Angela was wondering if we could do a quick reading, and we could definitely do that for you, Angela, if you wanted to just have kind of an overview. If you want to type in your date of birth, we can do something for you, definitely. She's but a great meantime, lady. While we're waiting for Angela, we can keep talking, if you'd yeah, like. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and uh, Angela, just type that information, and that's fantastic. Um, I, I've got so much to talk to you about uh, along the lines of numerology with questions, and I really do want the audience to chime in here, guys. Type your questions in. I can't see them today on this show, but our guest can, and she'll know who's there and who's not. And if you want to call in, please do so, that toll-free number. I don't even have that in front of me today, and I don't have it memorized. I do not have a, a number of memory <laughs> myself. Uh, so definitely call in as well with questions. If anywhere in the world, if you have Skype availability and you can utilize that as well to call that toll-free number in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, if you're in the U.S. and Canada, by all means, dial it. You're going to get right through. So do we have anybody else on live, live at all uh, for a question, Michelle? Or? Um, no, no callers yet, but I do have Any? Angela's information now. So we okay, can go ahead. Let's move forward with that. That's great. Okay, let me just, uh, I'm just going to hand scratch this real quick on a piece of paper because I want to be able to see it out. Oh, wow, you've got a lot of great energies. Wow, okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so n no doubt whatsoever, Angela, that you are meant to be a guide. There's no question because you have an incredible amount of um, the guiding energies. Like you've got the God frequency, you've got the 11 and the 10 all within your path energy, which all of those energies, the 10, 11, 22, and 33 frequencies are all the, the master frequencies, the guiding frequencies, the energies that are meant to guide on a soul level. But you also have the 17, 8, which is the word God, and I'm not particularly religious, but the word God reduces down to 17, and then 1 plus 7 is 8. And I always refer to that as the God frequency because it actually shows us why we're all here. Regardless of our path or our purpose, we have one main purpose globally, and that is to verbally express the truths of the divine for the purpose of spreading wisdom and knowledge for soul's growth. And if you break it down, the, the, the one, the seven, and the eight represent that because one is the verbal self-expression number, seven is the truth seeker, and eight is the number of wisdom. So that's what it's saying as a message when we say the word God, and we are a piece of God or we are a micro to the macro kind of energy. So regardless if you know we're a life coach or we're a teacher, it doesn't matter. We all have that same purpose. So, Angela, you are 3710, and I write it like that because I like to break it down. I know a lot of books will just reduce you down to the base pattern. So you'd say I'm a 1 or, you know, just the very base numbers from 1 to 9. But I like to look at all of the energies that you're working with because you can have a 1 or a 10 and be, be very different than someone else who might be a 1 or a 10 because it may add to something different before it reduces to 10. For example, you could have a 2810, which is different than you. You are a 3710. So 
with uh, the 3710. They are guides. They definitely are those practical, verbal, self-expression guides that like to lead through casual conversation. They're not necessarily the ones that preach from the mountaintops. They're the ones that get in the trenches with the people. But there's one particular challenge with the 3710 is that they have the seven in the weaker position. The seven is in the inner position, which really stresses that you have some issues or that you've had to work through some issues with trust, either trusting of yourself or trusting of other people. And your greatest gift is the three, because the three is in the outer position, which is the inspirational energy. It's that very imaginative, sunny, bright, bubbly, um, you know, almost built-in cheerleader kind of energy. So that is definitely your greatest challenge, though, the trust issues and, and kind of keeping people at arm's length. But on your chart, you also have significant challenges, because you're missing all three of the soul plane numbers. And when you're missing that, it's not that you don't have a soul. Most people say, oh, my goodness, I don't have a soul. What does that mean? But it really means the opposite. It's that you're very emotionally sensitive, extremely, to the point that you probably have developed coping mechanisms to be able to box up your heart and keep people a little bit at a distance. So that really goes with that 3710. It's almost like a double whammy because you do have it in your life path number but also in your chart that you have issues with trusting other people and especially in relationships. So definitely relationships are your battlefield or have been in the past. And the good thing is is that we're born with this birth chart, and as we go, we fill in the blanks. So it doesn't mean that you're stuck with these challenges forever, and you're able to work on them and fill it in to become more whole and complete. But the other thing I see on your chart is that you only, you're only working three different numbers in your date of birth. You only have the one, the nine, and the seven. If you look at your date of birth, that's the only numbers that it's comprised of. So they are all isolated numbers on your chart. And what I mean by isolated is that they're all trapped energies. They're all in the corners of your birth chart. And there's no way for them to get um, out of those corners unless you start developing some of that blocked up soul energy or that emotional energy and releasing some of that and clearing it out. And you may have already done it. But, you know, looking at it now, looking at what you were born with, definitely these are trapped energies. What I see with the isolated seven is that you're looking at repeating of the same life lessons over and over or attracting the same patterns, whether it be in love or in, you know, other areas even, just attracting the same energies that um, repeatedly bring you sacrifice, loss, and or hardship. So you're going to see that a lot. The other thing is you've got isolated triple ones, so you have a, more of a difficulty with expressing your verbal self or your inner self, sorry, your your emotions and your feelings and things like that. But then you have this beautiful triple nine energy up on the mind plane. So you've got a lot of great ideas and you know just exceptional ability to think, but they're trapped. So you don't have as great. Um, there's not that ease of bringing your ideas to life, if you know what I mean. There's extra challenges and extra hurdles that might show up or people misunderstand where you're coming from. And I often see that with people who are lacking the soul plane energy and having a tremendous amount of mental energy is that they're misunderstood people and they tend to get frustrated because of that, that their ideas aren't as well received as they'd like them to be or that they can't really get their opinion across in the way that they see it in their mind. 
But there's some good news in there because if you definitely start opening up that soul energy, and if you've already done it, great, because that means that things will start to get easier in your life. Things will flow better. Relationships will become easier. All of those things. It it unlocks it all if you can develop those soul energies and release that. So working on that is pivotal. But if you look at the rest of your date of birth, you have the gift of the 11. If you add your month and your day, it shows you what your gift is. So as that earth guide, what is your gift? It's the 11, which is the highest spiritual number. You are meant to guide people on a soulful level. So whatever you're doing, it has to affect them on a soulful level. You have to be guiding them in that way. So like I say, you can do that in any number of ways. It doesn't have to be spiritual. It can be, you know, just a regular teacher even does that for children. You know, they can do it in such a way that is helping them grow and change and, you know, evolve. But uh, looking at your path, I mean, definitely being the age that you are, you're only in the first cycle. And if you could literally be on your deathbed and look back on your life and say, okay, what did I do with my life? You could divide your life up into four major blocks of time. And a lot of people will feel like that as as if, you know, they, they look back on a period of their life and say, who was that person? I don't even recognize who that was or what time that was because it just seems like another life. And it's because every nine years or so we shift gears and change directions. So for you, you're in the first cycle just starting out. And we usually start them around the late 30s, or sorry, mid-20s to early 30s. And um, for you, it's the 11th. So again, there's that highest spiritual number right out of the gate, but it's also very self-reflective energy for you. Um, Yeah, definitely. Uh, my phone might be cutting out for a second. I'm getting another call on the other line, and it's beeping. Okay, so we hear a little bit of a glitch there, but I just didn't know if it was the whole system or what. <laughs> no, it's me. It's me. Okay, so, Angela, that's the other thing I wanted to say, was that you definitely have that, you know, you're right out of the gate, uh, getting into that highest spiritual number, that spiritual energy. But I think for you, because you're younger, that it's more about your own inner growth right now than it is about other helping others. Even though you're doing that, I think there's still a good helping of you Figuring yourself out as well, definitely, for sure. But then you're going to move into the frequency. There's another energy that you're heading into after this. So once you figure it all out and you're really doing a lot of that soulful self-reflection, you're going to head into the God frequency. And this will be, let me just, I just want to see. So you started this at 26, and you are now, let me see, 1979. That would be what? I know you can't talk to me because you're in chat, so I just want to see real quick. Um... So you're 34. Okay, so that would be 20. So you might you might be in the God frequency. Let me see. No, not quite. No, 35. You will officially start it at 35. So this is really going to be great for you because it's go time. It's time to really embrace your path and your purpose by the time you hit the age of 35. So you've done a lot of work, it seems. If you've gone through that 11-2, then definitely you've, you've put your time in. You've definitely probably worked through some of this energy, and that 17-8 is, is saying, okay, it's time to guide others, time to be able to embrace my path. So that's you in a nutshell. <laughs> I know it's a lot to take in, and, you know, there's a lot more with the numbers than just that, but I like to give kind of a firm overview because if you give bits and pieces, you really don't understand it, but when you give kind of the full picture, then you know what I'm talking about. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, Angela, uh, wherever you are in the universe, uh, <laughs> that's an amazing, amazing descript. Wow, that is a lot of information, Michelle. 
That is, that is, uh, uh, wow. You would, uh, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm just totally amazed. That's absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, did we have anybody else for questions? Uh, we, we have a number in the queue. Let me see. We've got an area code 212. Let's see who it is. Okay. You are on the air. Area code 212. Hello. They don't want to talk with us today. We, area code 212. Do you have a question or a comment? They don't want to talk to us today. Okay. <laughs> nobody else. Call. Nobody else in queue on here. Well, hopefully it's not a glitch in the system. Uh, any other? Any other typed questions that you can see? Oh, okay. Oh, Lady in the Gent says they've got the same thing. All of my numbers are at the corners of my chart. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Definitely the people who are meant to make a difference in the world. And, you know, it's interesting that uh, they say that, that a lot of people who come in with very difficult charts that are the ones that are more spiritually evolved. They've been around the bend, so to speak, and they've been through they've a lot of lifetimes. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, have. We, and it's we... almost like if you could look at it as being, you know, we've gone through all the easy lessons and now we're into the the real meat and potatoes of it, you know, really into the guts of it. And that's why you have such a difficult chart, especially now, because we're in such uh, this shift and this, you know, spiritual awakening that you, um, you know, you, you came in with, with the major challenges. Because if you think about some of the spiritual greats, they've gone through hell and back before they actually embrace that guiding role. If you look at, you know, Absolutely. Gandhi or Mother Teresa or any of the spiritual greats or even Jesus. I mean, he they went through um, so much to be able to do what they had to do. So coming in with a difficult chart is not a bad thing. And I I guess I failed to, to mention that to poor Angela that, you know, it's not all bad. This is a good thing. Oh, I'm sure she's happy with it. <laughs> you know, it's an amazing thing. when you When you think about what you just said, Everybody that is consciously conscious now has had a tough time at some point in their life. It wasn't handed to them with a silver spoon. This just didn't come and snap things, and here I am, and I, I'm, I'm practicing in a spiritual way, and I'm helping guide others to, to a better life and to a better understanding. Each one of us, and we all have that story, that background, uh, that thing, that stuff that's happened to us, and we, we learn and we live and live what we learn, and it brings us full circle to a point of consciousness of really becoming conscious and saying, hey, this is who I am now, and I'm awake. I need to do something with this. I've been blessed with this. I've been able to open up, and there is there is a level of understanding going on with the shift of the universe going into this next millennia, they say, you know, and you can talk and listen to many people, Greg Braden, et cetera, uh, who will talk about what has happened from ancient times to today and understanding all of this. This is all exactly what is happening is supposed to happen. It's just that you know, yourself, myself, and others have really opened our eyes to, wait a minute, we, we're on a path now. This, is, this isn't a job. This is something we have to do. This is a calling it isn't even about the money anymore. It's, yeah, well, yeah, we've all, that's the way it runs the world. We need to make some money. you got to earn some money to have things to pay your bills and buy food, et cetera, because that's what mankind has chosen to utilize to acquire. However, it isn't about that. It's about yeah. that leading contribution. It's about getting that information out there, such as the reading you just did. Um, that, I mean, that is absolutely phenomenal. That was a lengthy understanding and Angela, wherever you are, I'm sure you're going wow right now. That is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. 
<laughs> you you took the words out of her mouth. She said, "Wow, very cool." <laughs> so I thought, so <laughs> wow, there you go. Good, good, good. Glad to hear it. Good. I mean, the inspiration um, I behind it. Go ahead. I, I wanted to say about the fact that you said you know Carousel Partners up with the fact that you talk about leading through contribution because I think it's so true. I mean, if you look at this financial crisis and how we need to kind of revamp our thinking in terms of money, and you know, if you look at some of the people who carry the eleven frequency. Like, I had a really good friend back east, so she's still a really good friend, but I haven't seen her in a while because I haven't been back. But she's an 11, and she always put everything else – like, money wasn't important to her. It just was not. And, you know, she would buy things at Walmart to wear and, you know, just the, you know, designer labels and, you know, all the bling just didn't appeal to her at all, even though she could afford it. I mean, she was a feature writer at a major newspaper, and she was on CTV News as an anchor for 11 years. She could afford it, but she didn't. Money was not important to her, and it still isn't. And, you know, it's so interesting to see that 11 frequency, like Obama and his wife Michelle are both 11s, and you've seen her in Target, you know, dressing from clothes from Target and things like that. And money is not important to the 11th. So it's great that they're in leadership right now because they they need to show us a different way of thinking in terms of what it means to have money and that money doesn't control us. And I think that's what the great lesson of the 11th in terms of the money factor is that they don't allow money to control them. And they use it as a tool, and that's what it's meant to be. But so many people are trapped by money because it controls them, and they allow it to control them. And if you look at what's happening on the East Coast, like 9-11 was the beginning of this whole kind of shift in terms of the money and all of that stuff. Even though it wasn't really associated with money, it still kind of triggered a lot of things. And if you look at what happened on the East Coast lately, like, for example, Wall Street is a nine frequency. If you add up the name Wall Street, it's a nine. Money, the word money is a nine frequency. Um, that that storm that hit the East Coast, it was a nine. Sandy is a nine. And, and if you look at what's happened in the previous century, the 1900s was all about money, power, greed, and it was a nine energy. It was everyone that was born in the 1900s carried a nine in their date of birth. So we were all wrapped up in the money and building and accumulating, and it was, you know, we were controlled by the money. So the East Coast is really getting pummeled with a lot of stuff because of that nine frequency needing to be shed and needing to be cleared. And even that shooter in Connecticut had double isolated nines on his birth chart. And nine is very, it's a very unadaptable energy. So if you look at the word, or the number nine, it's very black and white, right and wrong, and unchanging, as opposed to the 11, which is much more fluid, because it adds to the two, Mm. which is the number of intuition, which is the energy of now. We are in the 2000s now. We're not in the 1900s anymore, but we have so many people that are unwilling to change and let that nine go. And, you know, money is like a huge representation of that nine energy. So it's all that is the Armageddon. That is what it's about. It has to crumble in order for us to change completely. That, that is so amazing. When you go ahead, I'm sorry, Michelle. I, no, I just, go just yeah. got that delay again. I was thinking about the end of 1999 going into the year 2000, and if you look at it, 2000 began the series of the two, and then it comes up to a 12-year interval to where you've got a consciousness and shift in the entire planet and the, also the universe. And we're going into this new phase, this new awakening. The earth is in this new whole hole. And I'm not even up on it, but I'm looking at the numbers. I'm saying, wait a minute, ended 1999, the 1900s. You started the two, it's just 2000, then it was a 12-year cycle to 2012 till we ended 2012. And now here we are in a new beginning in 2013. 
Well, that's uh-huh. it. Yeah, and let me tell you about that because the 12 is called the whole and complete number. It is it is the energy where we say that everything is coming full circle. So when you get to a 12 energy, that's what it means. So I'm not surprised that the Mayans knew that that we had to, you know, we were ending in a cycle on the 12th year of that 2000 energy because it the 13 is like a new beginning. It's the new energy we're stepping into because that was the ending. So it makes total sense to me as a numerologist for sure, but um, I thought everyone should know that, that the, the 12 is the whole and complete number. So we completed something last year. That's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And you talk about the control of money in society. You know, an interesting show I watched, listened to the other day, they talked about the human animal, the humankind, is the only species on the planet that pays to live in. And I went, oh, my God, this is, this is <laughs> how true is that? So you talk about the money aspect, and you talk about the 1900s and all the build-up. And yes, I was born in the 1900s. And yes, we were taught to go out and earn it, go out and earn it, go out and earn it, acquire, acquire, acquire. You need to. Your material wealth is going to determine who you are. You know what? I'm going to put it bluntly. That's a bunch of crap. We were taught wrong. It is not. But that is the controlling aspect of the world. And you can go back to the beginning of it. And we, and we won't, but because it would take too much time with 20 minutes of show time left. But when you think about the world's history and the control factors had to do with money, mm-hmm. whether it's oil, whether it was coal, whether it's gold, whether it's silver, precious metals, people, countries, land, acquisitions, think about all the acquisitions through all the ages of history was all to do with money, in a, in, a, in a form of one way or another. It's only us that's made it paper that's worthless. <laughs> Maybe that's the beginning and the end of it. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just totally amazing. Listen, you've got two books coming out. Uh, one of them, the newest one, and I know you've got one coming out and you've got another one you're working on. I know you're going crazy with it because I work with you and I know you're, going, you're trying to get everything done. But it's about yes. the words, correct? It's how you read the words and read the numbers in the words. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. And it's so exciting because just before the show went live, I got an email from my publisher from Llewellyn, and they sent me a preliminary cover for my first book. But I can't share it yes. yet. I can only share it. Okay, Actually, the, all right. the new catalog comes out next week, and they're going to send me the official file because I'm not allowed to share until they actually um, – put it in the catalog. <laughs> so I'll be able That's to share fantastic. it. With you That's great week. news. Congratulations. But I'm so excited. Yeah. It's, it's wow. beautiful. I love it. It's so perfect. You know, I, I left it to them. I said, you know what? Because usually, I mean, back in the day, I was such a control freak, and I'm the first one to say it. You know, I'm a certified control freak before I started the numbers, and now I'm just so go with the flow. You know, I really just, whatever is meant to be will be, and I let Llewellyn totally design the cover. I didn't even really give them much input. I just said, you know what, whatever whatever your art department comes up with, that's what it will be, and I know it will be right, and it was. It's so perfect. And even my um, editor in the email said, I've never felt this way about a cover, but I feel like it's so right for you, and I said, I do too. Oh, congratulations. That's fantastic news. Everybody, you're going to be looking for Michelle's books. Uh, Can you give the name of the second book along with the first one so everybody knows what to look Uh, for? The first one originally started out as being The Power of Words, but my publisher decided we should call it The Energy of Words because there's so many books that are called The Power of Words, and it suits it better. So it's The Energy of Words, Use the Vibration of Language to Manifest the Life You Desire. So it's really kind of 
extension of the law of attraction, but using words. Because when we go through life, we, you know, we think, oh, I want to imagine that great mansion on the hill or that BMW. But then we go through our daily grind and we say, well, you know, the problem is, or, you know, we say words that undermine our energy. And it may not necessarily be directly related to manifesting that mansion on the hill, but it's undermining our total energy. And I think people don't realize that that's why the law of attraction doesn't always work. And aside from the fact that we have that doubt that creeps in, which, you know, most oh, of us have. Oh, absolutely. Right. But the other side of it is that we do use words that are really undermining us all the time. And, I, I you know, the book goes through our top ten jargon lists that we use every day. And I found this out myself, that I wasn't manifesting what I wanted because of that, because I was using these top ten words every day that would just, you know, belittling me and making me feel like I didn't deserve what I was wanting to manifest. So That's until amazing. I changed that, it didn't. It, things didn't manifest for me until I changed those daily words I was using. And I actually had a client once who said that to me all the time. You know, I, I want to do this and I want to do that, but the problem is. And guess what? He had a lot of problems. Exactly. So definitely, exactly. I mean, the words keywords, are keywords, important. always keywords Passion. that we do. So literally, you've taken your passion for numbers. Uh, over the years, and again, going back to that near-death experience at the age of four and then realizing some 11 years ago that you had this, this calling, this gift, and I will call it a gift because I, I don't know of a whole lot of Thank people you. that have it. it. It is. It's a gift. So you've taken your passion of numbers and your want and desire of helping others, to other people to find their own meaning in their life, their joy, so to speak, and their purpose, and you've combined them. I call it the ball of wax. I've, I've, I've done something similar, but nothing like what you've done in my coaching practice as, as, a, as an interventionist. I, I mean, I've taken programs and said, okay, this is the best it is, the best it is, the best it is. But this is unbelievable. This is wonderful. And I shouldn't say unbelievable because it's true. You've done it. So you've taken that passion that you've got for numbers and you've put it together so that people can almost, almost like though you have become the life coach of numbers. This is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Which leads me to the next question that I have, which I find amazing, which is how we met through through an affiliate uh, a host of yours in your network. And it is an amazing, again, I could keep using the word amazing, guys, because in talking to Michelle, every time you listen to her, you'll find it is amazing. So if I, I'm not going to apologize for using that word because it is true. <laughs> oh, thank you. Talk, talk to you. Oh, you're welcome. Talk to me about authentic you because you are authentic. You're the real deal. When you oh, say it, okay. you mean it, you mean what that. you say, and you, you, you just have that air about you. People hear you speak, and they, especially when you do a reading, and I'm going to call it a reading, and maybe you do the numbers. You do the numbers like you did for Angela, for example. Um, it, there's such a level of authenticity there. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. You created a company, Authentic You Media, which, in fact, is TV and radio. We are on Authentic You Radio right now, which is your company, and also you do Authentic You TV um, from L.A. in some respects. You've got live, you know, split screen, you, what we call Ustream, which is the new terminology for watching a live show. Uh, that has, uh, I, I guess, upwards of, what, 18 hosts now? Is that correct? Yeah, I think we've got something like that between the two networks, um, the radio and TV. I think we have somewhere around there, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this really, I mean, you're you're on this radio station because of my journey, because of my journey to authenticity, because I really, 
you know, being that control freak that I said that I was in the beginning and always being the people pleaser because I was always needing to know, okay, what's next? What is, you know, what's going to happen? I needed to have everything in control. And I also was such a strong people pleaser that I realized, I mean, it really came down to almost like an early midlife crisis. And this mm-hmm. was only a couple of years ago, really, that this happened. And I, this was before the whole celebrity numerologist thing, and it just snowballed. Literally, I can't stress enough how important it is to really be you in all respects because it's not going to happen for you until you do. It really won't, and I truly Absolutely. believe that. I feel like Absolutely. if you're not living your own truth, then you're never going to get to where you want to be. And it really dawned on me a couple of years ago when I was just literally in a state of crisis, spiritual crisis, and mm-hmm. I dropped everything. I dropped my titles. I was writing my first book at the time, and of course, since that first attempt at the book, it, the first book has totally changed direction, and it's not the same book that it, it that's coming out that was at that time. And so I dropped everything, and I just literally was nothing and no one. And I, I stopped taking sessions. I just I was just blank a blank canvas and we sold our house we sold everything literally down to like only having our photo albums and our clothes and the kids toys literally and in hindsight i kind of think well, maybe i did my kids a disservice you know making them feel like we 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 shed everything and maybe it wasn't such a good thing for them but you know it's interesting because i was given eight children they're they're both um they both carry the gift of the eight which is very independent energy so i think they're i think they're going to be okay but anyway we sh- we shed everything we literally left our house on closing day we sold it and we were sitting in the driveway with a u-haul uh trailer hooked to a, our joy jeep because we were doing a project at the time called the give joy now project and we traveled across canada giving out joy gems and with the challenge to for each one that got the joy gem to spread joy, uh, an act kind of like a, an act of random kindness. And right. we did that, but I was really not a numerologist at that point, and, you know, I shed everything. I was just nothing. And so I, I, we went across Canada doing that, and we didn't really know where we were going to settle. We only had a few things to our name, and we, we the sky was the limit. So we were in crisis mode, <laughs> and both of us. My husband was in the same boat. He just didn't like his work anymore, and he just was not sure what he wanted. And so we were both on the same page, thankfully, but we both share the same personal year, so we're both in the same cycle. So it really helped. But anyway, we stopped in Calgary because we had a friend here, and I said, well, let's just stop here and see how it goes. And literally, within weeks, I got a call from CTV, and it just snowballed from there. It was like, how did they know I was here? I have no idea how they even knew I was in Calgary. But it just, the universe was giving me all of these little things that were just out of the woodwork, like just snowballing. And it was because I shed everything. It was because I said, you know what? I'm not going to live that other version of what other people think I should be. And I was always without. I was always looking outside myself, what do you think I should do, or how do you think I should present this or that, or my image, or and I just couldn't do it anymore. I, it wasn't true to myself. And so when I did that, I reinvented myself. And when I got the call from CTV, I said, you know what, I'm going to do this the right way this time. I'm going to do it the way that I feel I need to be and how I want to present myself. So it literally was like an overnight transformation, and I picked up the numbers again, and I reinvented the wheel, and I, I realized what I was doing was embracing my authentic self. And the word authentic you kept coming up all the time, just mentally. And it was like this intuitive hunch or hit that kept 
just repeating itself. And I said, you know what? I need to do something with this. There's something I need to do with this authentic you name. And, and that's how it was born. It was, the brand literally invented itself, and it was like a whirlwind. You know, these things happen to us for a reason. A lot of people ignore those what we'll call gut feelings because we're too busy in life looking in another direction. We're too busy thinking we have to get up every morning and we have to go to the job because we have to earn that X number of dollars per day to get through X number of dollars per week to pay the bills and have too much month left at the end of the money. And I know the world can't stop and people can't just say, I'm leaving all this because I want to go do something else. But many people are. Many people are. And they're finding their calling in authenticity. They're finding their calling and getting out of the smoke and getting out of the mirrors and seeing clear air and saying, ah, I can breathe now. And it's not all about the money. It's really not. And unfortunately, again, the powers of the would-be of the world want us to think it is because that is the control factor. That's the control factor. But getting back to Authentic You, phenomenal, absolutely fantastic programming. We, we've got We've got Wonderful hosts on board. And, yes, you mentioned Carousel Partners International, which you are a member of, was speaking on that program today through Authentic You Radio. Uh, it was a dream of mine to lead ahead in contribution as well. And that was, in fact, to help people help people. And the best way to do that as a strategic interventionist was for me to seek out worldwide, not just narrow-minded, okay, right in the northeast corner of the U.S., who do I know, but reach across the planet. Who can I get to know? Who can I offer service to? Who can I say, how may I be of service to you to help you get out and help more people help more people to understand who they are authentically? So the two coming together is actually a blessing to me. It's absolutely the next step what's meant to be in the evolution of authentic you. Carousel Partners, uh, folks, the part of the news we're going to tell you, is that Carousel Partners International has come on board with, we were sidelined, now we're coming on board with Authentic You. Michelle and I are actually announcing to the world officially right now, and thank you for allowing me to say this, Michelle, we have formed a partnership, she and I, uh, we're very happy to say, in a new division of Authentic You Media, Radio TV, known as Authentic You Presentations. Authentic You Presentations, in fact, is going to take this to another level in helping coaches become the worldly speakers that they have, what they have within them, help them through boot camp, et cetera, be that great speaker to get up in front of people live at strategic events that we are going to plan and to go out in their own life and seek out speaking engagements to get themselves in front of groups of people, business, et cetera, and be that authentic person and talk about what they do and how they got to be where they are and speak their story and explain to people what we need to do to be authentic in whatever venue that they choose. And this is a fantastic thing. We This is going to grow, and this is going to be like, wow, I use the wow factor without words, because, Michelle, thank you very much, because what you have done with your hard work, what I've done with mine, and now the two coming together in our group, we've got 12 expert coaches and on, on Carousel Partners, wonderful, 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 gifted coaches, each with their own diverse background and their own uh, niche, as we say in some places, niche in the USA, niche across the world, uh, each presenting themselves in authenticity. So it is a perfect harmony to come on board with a wonderful group that you have in hosting shows. So thank you from us as well. 
And this is absolutely fantastic. Oh, my pleasure. And you know what? I think it's such a great thing because in my eyes and the reason why I started, you know, another reason why I started the network is because there's so many different ways to be you. I mean, that's the whole essence of it. I mean, following someone else's truth is not the way. And that's why I like to have such a diverse group of people on the network. And when people come to me and they want to produce a show or start on the network, I, I take it into great consideration because I don't want just anyone on the network. I want someone who's going to bring another piece or another element to what we don't have already on the network. And that's because I want people to have like a smorgasbord of bits and pieces of information and knowledge and wisdom to pull from to say, you know what, this resonates with me. This resonates with my truth. And not everyone, everything's going to. And, you know, gone are the days of leading uh, – you know, I guess following those leaders like blind sheep and saying, oh, you know, this is the way to happiness. It, the only way to happiness is following your own truth, and the only way to do that is to only follow what resonates with you on a soulful level. And so it's great to have so many people on the network to be able to say, okay, I like this one, but I don't like this, and this doesn't really resonate with me, but I really like this. So they're really kind of collecting pieces to understand themselves better, to say, you know what, now I know what my truth is. And that's the whole goal of what we're trying to do here. Exactly, and that's your that's your focus and your mission as you formed it, as you put it together from your mind's eye of how you would put the put together what you did with Authentic You, and it's exactly what we did with Carousel Partners International. Uh, we, we we did the same thing, exactly the same. And each 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 coach that comes in to our our network is in fact showing us that authenticity. We got some background noise in the in the. Uh, I don't know if it's cellular or what it is. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Uh, okay, no, good. Then it's just my end, and I'll say I I just pretend I don't hear it then. <laughs> so again, we have um, we have Gail in the chat, and I know we only have about three minutes left, but I just wanted right. to say a couple things to Gail because I know she wanted me to look at her date of birth real quick. So Gail. Um, you really do have a full chart. I wanted to say that, but you are the the ten as well. You and Angela both are tens, but you're the twenty eight ten, whereas Angela is the thirty seven ten. Now the twenty eight ten, they're very gentle guides. They're the ones that, um, not necessarily so inspirational, but they're the ones that are the gentle behind the scenes guides that don't necessarily. They always say that behind every great leader is a two a two energy, and to have that two in the outer position for you really says that you're going to gently guide people to their truth, not necessarily push them or dominate them. It's very gentle guiding energy. Um, you, you definitely have a very strong abundance of mental energy, too. So definitely if you have you know, your intuitive skill coming into play with the guiding, it is likely going to be through analytical means because you have the arrow of the intellect. So very, very intelligent, nothing much gets past you. You have the gift of the eight, which is the number of wisdom. So you're here to spread wisdom and knowledge to other people. That is your main essence. And you do so. If you look at your year, your year of birth adds to the pure two. So, again, there's that two, that gentle, guiding energy, that you know, non, non-intrusive, but just gently guiding. It's almost like leading a sheep to water. It's very gentle. So, you know, just beautiful energy. But you are in a four-year this year, or a four-cycle, sorry, and the four cycle is all about building foundation. And let me just see what personal year you're in. Eight. We got about two minutes oh, left, so Michelle. You're, so. Yeah. so you're. I just wanted to say, Gail, you are in a five year, which is all about career. So this year is definitely about embracing. This is it. 
Yeah, Excellent. this is the main event. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get back in touch with the Gail and do a complete. I'm sure Michelle will be happy to get to you and. Uh, uh, and, Jack, you, you had a caller in the queue, too. We can't take them. It was area code 347, but uh, maybe we'll get to uh, I wish we could, guys. We're going to have to get Michelle back on another call because uh, this is absolutely fantastic stuff. Maybe by the time we get the, we'll get a Ustream up so you get to see her live. We'll do a split screen, the next one. And we, we, won't, we won't make it forever. We'll make it very soon. So I want to thank everybody for being on board with us today. <clears throat> thank you for bearing with us on the technical difficulties with uh, storms and weather and everything else. And it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, our next show, Carousel Partners International, is featuring Inspired Heather Paris. Heather is from Ithaca, New York. She's one of our Carousel Partners coaches. She will be coming up with us, I believe. It isn't actually the next show. I'm terribly sorry. It's the 28th. Our next show, oh, my goodness, I hope she forgives me. We have a Valentine's Day special show coming up, a debut show for Annette Armstrong, Coffs Harbor, Australia. I don't have my schedule even in front of me. My schedule board's not even up. And on that, I apologize. You are the next show. And listen, what do you think she's going to come up, guys, for Valentine's Day? This ought to be a good one, huh? Ah, everybody listen to that show. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And we want to thank you all. Michelle, thank you so very, very much for being with us today as a guest. And also for that that you do as, uh, you know, our producer uh, and for covering the base today, especially for me. Thank you for this show. And, uh, no problem. My pleasure, Jeff. Multitasking, you know. <laughs> I've been bouncing back <laughs> and forth between a cell, a cell phone and an iPad. It's uh, And the iPad doesn't let you do everything that, that a typical computer does, so I haven't been able to do everything I wanted to do to, to, to do the show. But I think, all in all, I think, guys, I think we did okay. Uh, it just shows you the technology today has done very well. We're coming up to like 10 seconds left to go, and I want to thank you all so very, very much. Join us again two weeks from today. Same time, same channel, 4 o'clock Eastern Time, Carousel Partners International. We will be doing the Valentine's Day special with Annette Armstrong. And then after that, the 28th of the month, we'll be with Inspired Heather Paris, doing also relationships and other various great things as preceding intervention. So I guess we've got a couple of seconds left before music comes in. Am I not right? Uh, we're going to play it now if you'd like. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Very good. Bye. Have a beautiful day, and thanks for being with us. Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.